God had a, a purpose for me, and it's not to be sitting in the middle of stuff waiting for my life to begin one day when I can get out from under it. Welcome to For Your Success with Katie Horner, an inspiring program about overcoming the I'm too small mindset, redefining success, and growing your lifestyle business legacy without fear. To the For Your Success podcast. Today we are talking with Brenda Mason, who is one of our Blog Connection members. And Brenda is at Tiny Smaller Living Huge Life. I'm sorry, I get that backwards all the time. SmallerLivingHugeLife.com. And um, Brenda has been awarded the Blog Connection Award for Courage this month, actually in April, but we're just finally getting to be able to do the interview. And so we want to share with you her story and how she is using her platform of the internet to make a difference in the world and also to make a living for herself. So, um, Brenda, welcome to the For Your Success podcast. Thank you, Katie. Smaller living huge life. That, that kind of implies that you once had a larger living space than you do now. Why don't you tell us the story of, of what, all, what that all means? Okay, I'll be happy to. So I was living out in, in Salt Lake City, Utah. I'm currently in Virginia now where all my family is. And my daughter was graduating from, college, graduating from high school and on her way to college, originally heading here. So I was looking at downsizing. I knew I'd have to go to a smaller house here. And, and let me back up very quickly. When I moved from Virginia to Utah in 2000, it was a, the company moved us out there and it was one of the largest moving vans I had ever seen. Fortunately, the company picked it up, but it was $30,000. That wasn't including our vehicles to get out there. So here I was now on my way to come back 15 years later, um, probably quite a bit more even than when I moved out there. And I thought, I don't have $30,000 or 50000 or whatever it would take to bring everything back to try to put it in a house. Um, in this area, it's quite a bit more expensive. So I thought, I just, I had to start looking for other means. So anyhow, I decided I was going to move into a tiny house. Bottom line is I downsized. So I had 3,100 square feet stuffed, five bedroom, three and a half bath house, two car garage, I was fortunate to know that I was coming to a 300-square-foot home, and by the time I left my job, I had 31 days to do it in. So it was kind of 31, 31, 31, and here we are 30 day, or three, almost three years later to the exact day. I started on May 1st of 2015, and all through my life, I've always been downsizing. There's always been clutter. I guess I didn't call it clutter. It was heartstrings in my possessions that I had to keep. I ended up buying a 5 by 8 little like Wells cargo trailer. So I realistically only had 40 square feet that I could transport my belonging belongings back here and a suburban to get here. Wow, that's amazing. So what what did you do? You you gave it away, you sold it? Like how how does one even get yes. that much stuff in that amount of time? I had 30 days of a job just to do it all the time. I mean to work at it nonstop. 
and it was really hard. I did read one book and I took a few things that I knew, um, but many times I just sat and was paralyzed. I, I, I just couldn't let go of anything. And my youngest daughter had said, Mom, everything is a heartstring to you down to a paperclip. You know who gave it to you, where it came from, and you're going to have to keep it. So I had that in mind, but I had to go um, with it. So I, I think that we have almost these clutter codes when we're holding on to things. And, and I believe the root of it, which I got to in those 30 days very quickly, was that it's, it's almost fear. What if I need it one day? Do you know how much I paid for it? I could sell it and get all this money. And yet that actually comes to cost to us because it tends to weigh us down. We're holding on so tight and it's so heavy. And I had a gourmet kitchen, so you don't need to keep three Cuisinars. It's amazing what you can do with a knife and a cutting board. So I simplified my life. Um, was I've been debt-free for a little over, gosh, probably... 12 years now, so that helps, and it, it takes you just through this huge um, physical, it's a physical, mental, spiritual, very hard and telling journey, but when you get your side, you're just so much lighter. I held every single piece in my hand. I get so passionate about it, I know we don't have a lot of time. I don't need to give you all 31 days and two minutes, um, but it really comes down to people say minimalist and getting rid of, and it, it really is about keeping what is really important to you. The things that you love, you get to keep. I came back with two full sets of China, you know, in the middle of nowhere, but you know, those meant a lot to me. So I kept those. Um, so you actually keep what you truly love and what you need, not what you might need 20 years from now. You know, you can replace some things. Um, there were some things are harder and each person is different for me it was photographs were very difficult I know for a friend's husband fishing gear would be something you know or possibly tools or crafts um, so anyhow I highly recommend doing it and you don't have to let go of all this extra burden and clutter in your life uh, just to go into a very tiny house you can do it right where you're at and I so many people think one day when I get organized or I so you need to do it now and and move on with your life stop procrastinating okay. and, <laughs> and do it do it now right now you mentioned a book yes. that you read that was helpful during that transition time do you remember what that book was I, I sure do it was the magic of tidying up it's Marie Kondo I think what helped me with it was going through a little bit um, by almost category. So that was a starting point for me. But even in that, it really helps to have maybe one other person who gets it that you, they can kind of keep you on course. Mm -hmm. um, that helps a little bit too. You know, I would call back every once in a while. I had things that were my parents, my grandparents, and my great-grandparents. I am fortunate enough to still remember my great-grandparents. I knew them up to us five or six. And, um, you know, so I had to make a few phone calls, um, kind of like in the million-dollar, whatever that was, final calls thing. And my dad would say, whatever it takes to get back here is what you need to do. So if it's anything of mine, if it's a matter of you holding on to it and not making it back here or letting it go to get back, then you let it go. So it was almost permission from other people. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times you can't do that. You have to get permission. You just have to give yourself permission to, it, it served a great purpose. 
if it's not serving a purpose now, let it go to somebody else who could use it and, and it might serve that purpose. I love that. Yeah. Both the, the purpose and the permission of it, because really in, in all of our lives, you know, you, when we're not talking about downsizing, when we're talking about other decisions, we have to come back to, you know, what is the, what is the purpose or what is the goal and does this decision fit that? And then do I have permission to do what it takes right. to, to follow those, you know, follow that path and meet that goal. So that's awesome. All right. So three years later, you said you did this starting May 1st, and that's actually when we're recording this. So that's kind of cool. Three years later, then you now yes. have a blog called smallerlivinghugelife.com. And yes. you have a course coming out soon on how to declutter your life. You're speaking at several events this year. Tell us about like the, how did the move motivate the blog? And then how has that sort of brought you out into the open more to be able to share, you know, share your story with other people? As I was getting ready to do this, one of my cousins, who's very well known in the uh, homeschooling area said, wow, the tiny house and what you're doing, you need to do a blog. And I was like, technology, I have no clue. So, but she said, so I came up with Smaller Living Huge Life before I even left Utah. So not only was I trying to, to declutter, I was trying to figure out this because I knew I was going to be in the middle of nowhere and blogging would be great. And I did that and I went to a conference when I first got back and I believe that's where I met Katie from. Uh, and uh, so I went to this blogging conference with not even having a blog, but just to learn about it. Um, so I've been, I've been fairly dormant for about two years, but I've been actively living my life and um, nutritionally and homesteading, that type of thing. But what I've watched and realized, and people were constantly asking me how I did it. How, how, how do you downsize? How do you, how do you know what to let go of? How do you get out from underneath the paralyzation of the guilt or the money and all the what ifs? Because people are doing it forever. All of these things, but those are what I was already doing for 20 years and it did not work. So I thought mine really did. And it was fun because I was actually talking to a member on blogging successfully, which is Katie's site here that um, one of her sites that I'm a member of. And um, she and I was trying to decide how long to make my course. And she said, but you did this. And technically it was a little less than 31 days. And she said, but you did all of that in 31 days. Can't you help me do it in 31 days if I can put the time into it? So, and Katie has mentioned several times, you know, if people are asking you how to do something several times. That might be a good indication of what you're an expert at. And I really am. And, I, and everybody said, you need to have a product when you're blogging. And now there's so many things out there about downsizing. And I'm thinking, oh, if I just started then, because I didn't have anybody really telling me how to do it. It wasn't that the word and the you know, clutter and decluttering wasn't the big thing then. So in some cases, I feel like I lost some time on that because I didn't do it. And yet today's the day to start and and be doing this because I've learned so much in the in-between time and now is the time. Whoever's doing it and whatever works for you is good for me to download 50 pages of checklists and um, how-tos. For me, it would be a way to stop me from decluttering. It's busy work, which would be fabulous and procrastinating me from doing my work to do that. Um, and I don't want to add any more paper clutter to it. So my course will be there. I'm actually doing a course for this and um, it's going to be streamlined to exactly what you need to know to do. Um, and then if you actually need another person to help, I would be there for them because I was helping individual clients 
one at a time. And I just feel like I can serve more who really need this sooner by putting together the course. Yeah, that's awesome. And have that course there with the instruction. And then if they need to make that million dollar phone call, you know, to have you on call to, to help them make those decisions, that's, that's great. And then you're speaking as well. Tell us where you're speaking this summer. I'm actually going to be at a tiny home expo. That's probably what really started this course too. A year ago, I was at a tiny home expo and they didn't have any presenters or speakers at that. And I was in line while everybody was going into these tiny homes. But as I was waiting in line, people were, it was over and over. I could never go to, I'd love to go tiny. I could never live in a tiny house because I've got too much stuff and I don't know where to begin to let it go. And that was just over and over and oh, my heart just ached and I talked to the people in line about it and they wanted my help with that. So that's where part of that goes. So this year, one of the organizers actually close by in Fredericksburg, it's uh, May 12th and 13th is actually hosting again a tiny home expo and they've asked me to come and my presentation I decided because of the group that was going to be there that thousands of people coming but my, my presentation will be on can you downsize and and my answer is absolutely so and that's my message I think anybody can do it because if I can do it and I'm very scatterbrained and I have lots of thoughts as you can tell from me talking you know I did it and it was hard and it's it's thrilling and it's it's just a journey in and of itself and I think that we're all here on earth very unique in our our beings and um, you know God or wherever you're thinking but for me God had a, a purpose for me and it's not to be sitting in the middle of stuff waiting for my life to begin one day when I can get out from under it. So I'm speaking there. I've got a Fredericksburg food co-op. They're doing a tiny house thing, uh, a tiny house presentation that I'll be helping them with. Um, there's a couple other tiny house. But the biggest thing is so many people just really want to simplify their lives and they're just not sure where to start. And I just, I have a little bit more of a voice there because I actually did it. And I was 54 when I did it. I've traveled the world and lived many different states and I had a lot of stuff because I never let go of anything and I always took care of my things even from in my childhood so I had a lot I had a lot of stuff so it yeah. can be done and it's an ongoing process <laughs> there is another one another one of our blog connection members actually is living tiny house right now they sold their home and are living in a travel trailer yeah. the traveling yes. tape with Danielle yes. traveling Tate. So that's yeah. why. And then I know yes. two other bloggers who have done that with their families just in the last few months that have sold their house and downsized to some sort of a, either a tiny house or a travel trailer to be able to, to see the world and, and live on less and experience more. And I think that's, I think that's right. something that we could all benefit from. We all need to take an inventory. Like you said, it's an ongoing yes. thing and say, you know, whether it's mental clutter or whether it's physical clutter, you know, what can, I, what can I let go of because it served its purpose or it's not serving a purpose at the moment and just right. being able to live with more freedom that way. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much for sharing. Tell us yeah, think, before you go, tell us the name of your course and when it's going to release. The name of the course is Clutter, Let Go, and Let Go, Lighten Up, and I'm releasing it June 1st. And in probably about two weeks, there'll be a sign up for it, more information about it, on the website itself. So if you want to go over to smallerlivinghugelife.com and sign up for the newsletter, I do not clutter your inbox with a lot of words and uh, emails, but I will let you know when it's coming out so you have an opportunity to take a look at it. 
Awesome. Well, I commend you for your courage, Brenda, and thank you for being with us and sharing a little bit of your story with us today. You guys do please go check out smallerlivinghugelife.com. Get in touch with Brenda. Let her help you on your decluttering journey. And um, next week, we'll be back with another episode. We hope that you will like, comment, share, um, share this if you're listening on YouTube, YouTube or on Stitcher or iTunes, wherever you are. Please share this with someone who um, maybe needs some help decluttering or needs to know how they could take their passion and make a, a blog and a career out of it. Because that's essentially what Brenda has done is take something she's an expert at and be able to use that then to create a course that will create income, create speaking opportunities to be able to support herself and the life that she wants to live. And you can do that too with your message. So get in touch with us at theblogconnection.com. Um, share this podcast and we'll see you again in the next episode. Thanks for listening to the For Your Success podcast, brought to you by our membership community for bloggers, theblogconnection.com. If you're listening via audio, please subscribe and review. If you're a YouTube fan, please like, subscribe, ring the bell, comment, and share. Every action you take to share what we do helps us to be able to continue giving great value. For show notes and links to the resources mentioned in today's episode, please visit ForYourSuccessPodcast.com. You've been so caught up in figuring out how to market your business the quote right way, you found yourself overwhelmed and your dream a little muddied. What if a simple mindset reset could help you realign your vision, refine your expectations, and revive that dream for your business? I'm Katie Horner, author of The Flamingo Advantage, and for two decades, I've been teaching business owners just like you how to make your business and marketing decisions with faith, with clarity, and with purpose, empowering God's people to live out their best worship through the business. My framework teaches how to realign your mindset and your business practices with God's Word so that you no longer operate in fear or lack of criticism, but in confidence and powerful intention. I'd love to invite you to grab a free copy of my book, Just Pay Shipping, at freeflamingobook.com. You, my friend, have an advantage, and your uniqueness helps you live out God's purpose for you in the world. freeflamingobook.com.